As we just heard, there are reports that President Trump may not keep the United States in the Paris Climate Accord. The 2015 agreement signed by almost 200 nations to reduce the carbon emissions that are driving climate change. The United States will withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord. The U.S. has pulled out of the Paris Global Climate Agreement. This not only contradicts the 197 nations that signed the agreement, it has major ramifications that go way beyond U.S. politics. Our climate is changing, it is happening now, and it is happening rapidly. In recent decades, activists in the United States have fought to prioritize the pursuit of science as a central tenet of government. But with our withdrawal from the Paris Climate Accord and the rollback of environmental protections, the Trump administration has halted progress and caught the wave of anti-environmental rhetoric. What did the shift in rhetoric result from? I think it's human nature that we destroy the things that we don't understand. We don't understand the animals, so we destroy them. We don't understand the landscape, so we destroy it. We don't understand ourselves, and we end up destroying ourselves. And we don't understand science and those processes. We don't understand the values that we get from it aren't measured in dollars. So we diminish it, we demean it, we belittle it because we don't understand it because it makes us feel like we're in control. And we deal with a lot of that within every government, I think. That's Jason Nez, a Navajo rancher and fire archeologist from Arizona. Jason has been underemployed because of recent cuts to scientific research by the Trump administration. To Jason, it is a lack of understanding that destroys our environment. Is it possible to forge the deep connections to the natural world that our ancestors once had? I think that's possible, and that's why I do a lot of what I do. I'll go out and I'll show people how to use the al I'll show people how to use the bow and the arrow, and I'll talk about the history and the science behind these tools and I'll use it in the context of rock art, in the context of prehistory. And that helps people understand history and science. And I think that's what's lacking is our ability as scientists to reach out and talk to common people and, and show the value of, of science, to show the value of research. I think that we lack that. We have people that get wrapped up in becoming a good scientist, but if you're unable to, to tell people your results and present your results in a meaningful way that has a positive benefit to society, then, then we all sort of lose out. We often see science as the pursuit of the future, some greater technology or medicine. But in this pursuit, focusing only on what is ahead of us, we often miss out on the importance of what is behind us and right in front of us. I think that as we're moving forward on all these issues, no matter what we're doing, we, we always have to stop and we got to look back. And being an old rancher, as I'm out riding my horse and I'm looking around, I'm going places, I'm always stopping and just looking back behind me. And I'm looking back at the horizon, I'm looking at the hills I rode by, I'm looking at the herds of the animals I passed by. And I'm just seeing how things have changed. And then I'll turn around and I'll look forward to where I'm going. And I'll just study the landscape again. And I'm looking for 
the easiest way to get between hills. I'm looking for the animals I'm tracking down and I'm looking for for trouble and I can avoid it. And I think that's that would be sort of my advice to younger people is stop occasionally, look back where you're coming from and also look forward to where you're going. Mm -hmm. And that helps check you. It helps keep your ego from running away from you. It helps keep your your need to compete from driving you in the wrong direction and it helps you stay focused on where you're going and where you're coming from. Historical artifacts in our natural and political landscapes allow us to relate to science on a more fundamental level, to see what the future will bring, informed by the past. In Navajo legend, artifacts of thought are passed down through generations. What can we learn from their traditions? One thing we deal with in all these issues, every age, every race, as they're out there trying to survive is we're moving forward on cultural preservation, environmental preservation, and we deal with people on the side that are distracting us. And in Navajo, there's coyote and coyotes out there. Coyote, he's confusing you. He's tricking you. Coyote is out there and we're out in the desert and he's telling people, look at that lake. You see that lake over there? Just like, Leave all your stuff, let's just run over there to that lake. And you get out there and it's a mirage. And it was coyote that tricked you and took you off your path, that told you to leave your food and your water and now you're in the desert and you don't remember where you're coming from. And we always have to be careful of those people that are on the side and their only mission in life is to confuse us, to, to get us off where we're going to demoralize us, like, why are you fighting? Why don't you just give up? Why don't you just go with it? And that's just, that's the way Coyote works, is he thrives in chaos and confusion. And you have to be strong enough to look past that. You have to be strong enough to tune him out and keep moving forward on all your issues. We must always be looking to fight the next battle for the environment and be diligent in confronting problem actors before it's too late. But what does Jason hope for the future of science in our natural world? I want everyone in this world to be able to look out on the landscape, to be able to look at the prehistoric site and feel the same way about it as I do. I want them to love these places. I want them to appreciate it. Because when you love somewhere and when you love something, you'll fight for it. We need people willing to fight for a balanced landscape. We need people willing to fight for proper management. We need people willing to fight for the animals and the resources that can't speak for themselves. And that can only be achieved by people that have those connections. My connection certainly isn't the only one out there. People connect differently, but as someone whose job it is to preserve and protect these places, it'd be great if everyone wanted to do that. If everyone saw more than dollar signs out there. A call to arms, a call for science. Science is not an instinct, but a melodic process of understanding. For the Anti-Fascist Coalition for Public Broadcasting, it's been real.